Welcome. I'm Mandy, a former history teacher. And I'm Evita, a former mechanical engineer. We're both married with four kids, two Two boys, boys, two two girls. girls. We're two young professionals turned stay-at-home moms, navigating all facets of homemaking one step at a time to help you become the mother and wife you are called to be. Hi ladies, this week we are introducing a new element to our show, the Baby Steps bonus episodes. These will be shorter in length in comparison to when Mandy and I have our fruitful conversations. So we wanted to up the consistency and give you guys all the goodness that we usually do on a more frequent basis. So without further ado, let's step in. Hey friends, everyone knows it's back to school season. So today I figured giving you guys a short episode about the routines that I implement and that I will be implementing or that I have implemented uh, to get my back to school routine in order and everyone feeling great and happy. So let's get started. I have a list of five things that I'm going to try my absolute best to uphold The first one is go to bed early and wake up early. That goes for the kids and obviously us. We need to model the behavior that we would like. So going to bed early and waking up early is a really great place to start. It's much harder than we all know it seems, but our kids actually need more sleep than we think and so do we. So preschool age children need about 10 to 13 hours of sleep and elementary school children need about 9 to 12. So Either way, it's a lot more than we think and that we're probably getting. So something that I absolutely love to do that I've mentioned before is I get up at least 30 minutes to one hour before my kids do every day. And it just helps me be in the right state of mind and kind of just ready to tackle the day because that's when I get my prayers in and my coffee and everything is just a lot more peaceful at that time. So I would try to factor that in for yourself. Try to at least get 30 minutes before the hour that you need or however much time you need to prep for the day before it's time to leave the house. Okay, number two is plan the night before. So have all the backpacks ready to go with the homework inside, the lunches made, the clothes laid out, and all the appropriate weather gear out for that day. So you don't have to be scrambling in the basement for those gloves that you saw last month. So that totally helps because it kind of sets the tone for a more peaceful morning. And number three, have a standard rotation of meals. I typically already do this, but I'm going to be more strict on it as far as having a set rotation for breakfast and lunch. So for example, my breakfast usually consists of either oatmeal and cereal, peanut butter toast, or eggs or something like that. So kind of just have those three always around so you know and your kids know what to expect in the morning. And then Something else that's good to remember is protein-rich food is really great for learning and it helps the behavior. Another thing about cereals is I opt to pick cereals without dye because research has shown that it actually affects the brain and it results in behavioral dis- like behavioral disorder type issues, like responses that occur in the brain as a result of dyes. So I really made an effort to cut those dyes and sugary cereals out of the morning options. And uh, actually dyes are also considered a carcinogen. So we want our kids to be as healthy as they can and well prepared for the academic rigor that they'll encounter. And just to, you know, it would, it's just generally healthier for them. So 
that's tip number three. Tip number four is have a routine for after school. So not just having a morning routine, but having one when they get home so that again, they also know what to expect and kids really thrive and structure and do their best having that routine in order. So for me, the routine that I have for after school is they change into their regular clothes, eat a snack, get to doing homework, uh, have a little playtime before dinner, and then the bedtime routine, which is bath, prayers, and brushing. So for the littles who don't know how to read yet, you can include a visual chart. And then for your olders who do know, a verbal schedule. So they know what to expect and they feel like they can partake in the process as a team instead of kind of just being told what to do. They know what to do. And going into the team thing, I have a friend recently told me that she tells her kids that instead of thinking about themselves, that we have to think of our family as a team. And she used a basketball team example. And I used a soccer team example because that's what I used to play and my husband used to play and it kind of just seems more familiar to me. So something like that kind of helps the kids look out for one another. So again, if they have a visual chart, the little ones and the older ones can feel like they're assisting the little ones if they're all part of a team and trying to get to the same goal. And I kind of incorporated our faith into that. So the analogy that I made is Jesus is our coach. Daddy is the, is the, oh my gosh, I'm already forgetting I haven't played sports in so long. Daddy is the captain. Mommy's the co-captain and you guys are all the players and mommy and daddy are players too, right? Because the captain and the co-captains are players. So everything to do to succeed, which in a soccer game is to get goals and in life it's to get to heaven so kind of that analogy for them they got really excited and I kind of tend to remind them like hey remember we're a team when issues come up but that aside I really do think that having that routine and them feeling like they're part of that instead of just being subject to being told what to do can be super successful. And then the last tip, tip number five, which is a super important one, is take interest in their day. So when they get home from school or when you pick them up, ask them specifics, not just, hey, how was your day? Because you can get just a, oh, it was good. And that's the end of that. But get more specific, you know, like who did you have lunch with or what games did you play and what was the best part of your day or what was the worst part, you know, kind of so that they actually have to give you an answer that's not just yes or no or good or bad. It's a wonderful way to connect with your children because, you know, the reality is when they're in school, we're not with them and we don't see what they see or are able to be in the situations that they're in. And I know me, sometimes I feel like I tend to be a helicopter type mom in the sense of like I love being a part of their day-to-day and knowing what's going on in their life and so for those eight hours or four hours or however long your kids are away from you it's just good to know like who are they hanging out with what's going on in the class and by asking these specifics you not only gain awareness of what's going on in their day and what they do, but also um, maybe the more important part is that they know that you care and that you're there to listen. And so, yeah, just taking a general interest in their day. And uh, I think that would be really fruitful for you, them and your whole family. Well, friends, that's all I have. And I really hoped you enjoyed our first baby steps bonus episode it's a super exciting thing that we are really happy to integrate into our show and we already have tons and tons of ideas for these little great snippets of information and god bless all of you our prayers are with you and we hope that this school year is a really great wonderful successful blessed one for you you got this mama 
And don't forget, God walks among the pots and pans. See you next time.